0: Okay boys and girls, it's now time for Treks in Sci-Fi with the star of the show, the geek meister himself, Rico. Hi folks, this is Rico and this is a podcast 740 for Treks in Sci-Fi for August 25th, 2019. I was going to have a, um, either do a repeat show or have a guest host or something. I had a couple ideas for this week. But I um I decided that um there's a lot of news coming out of uh not a, a lot of Star Wars news this weekend with the D Disney D23 conference so I wanted to kind of comment on that a little bit and uh, it's going to be a shorter show probably only about a half hour I know I've said that before and then it goes an hour but I I, I do have some stuff I need to do today so it's going to be quicker but um and a big shout out to my uh, grandson Bryson who turned one hard to believe yesterday. Uh, wow, that time time does truly fly. So, yeah, we're going to talk. I'll talk a little bit about um, what we've been hearing from the D23, uh, which is why, why does it have that name? I get the D for Disney, but what's the 23 mean? I don't know. Do you guys know? I don't know. I'm sure I could Google and find out, but why? You know, let's keep some mystery out there. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about that. A couple other little things. Uh, and uh, yeah, so let's do this. Hello everyone and welcome to the Treks in Sci Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. All right. Uh, welcome again to Treks in Sci-Fi, folks, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. I am Rico, your host. Um, there is a Patreon site, patreon.com forward slash Treks in If you'd like to uh, support the show, treksf at gmail.com. If you want to contact me, if you don't know about those things already, if you do, um, hey, there's a little reminder for you. <laughs> so I hope everyone is well. I'm doing pretty good. Um, It um, was a little easier work week last week than the week previous to that. And this upcoming week, I think, should also be not too bad. So that's good. It was getting me a little crazy for a while, and I'm trying to uh, not let that happen. But, you know, jobs these days are, um, well, they're weird. Uh, You know, I've I've worked uh, pretty much since college, and it, it, it's definitely not the same as it used to be working out there, and it isn't just I, me that feels that way. Everyone I talk to, so. But um, so let's let's dive right into a, to a few things. Um, I, I wanted to say, um, let's see, let's talk about a little bit of TV movie thing. Not much there. I did finish. Uh, two shows again this week. It's, I, this month in August here, I've been, uh, really cranking through finishing stuff, which is good. Believe it or not. Let's see. I finished, um, let's see Legion. I don't know. I haven't talked about that show. Um, was that FX is the network that showed that? I don't remember, but, um, that finally finished it up. You know, it was sort of loosely based on, uh, Charles Xavier's mutant son, um, David Holler. And, uh, it's, um, it was the one of the weirdest shows you'll ever watch. I think it had had four seasons. They weren't long seasons because it's one of those cable type shows, but I kind of liked how it ended. I kind of wanted a little bit more in, in some ways I won't say too much, but um, if you really want a really far out kind of wild show to watch the other, the only other one I think that's sort of in it's, you know, kind of out there and crazy is, is Mr. Robot, but a whole different style for that show. But, but Legion uh, was, was pretty cool, and I'm glad that I watched. Uh, the other thing that I just finished from the DC Universe uh, streaming service uh, Swamp Thing. You know, I've watched Titans, uh, Doom Patrol, and now Swamp Thing on that service. And, you know, they've done a nice job of keeping new content coming on there. I, I think they, uh, I like how they've done that. And, and upcoming, we have the second season of Titans that starts in September. Uh, the Harley Quinn animated show will be starting in October uh, I don't know uh, I don't know what's quite after that after those I know they're gonna do another season of Doom Patrol uh, Swamp thing got cancelled which was unfortunate due to there were financial things and other stuff I really like the first season i I've never been that into Swamp thing. It's a, it's a character that's a little tricky to identify with and, and get into, but um, I think the TV show is really well done. Some great uh, actors, good cast, and and it, it does leave a, quite a bit hanging, truthfully. So um, currently, uh, I am trying to um, get um, I, I'm three or four episodes into. Is it is it another life? It's a weird title. It's the it's the Katie Sackoff space show that's on Netflix. So I'm, I'm working my way through that now. I, I kind of wanted to finish these other shows. Like I talked about last week, the boys, um, the umbrella Academy, both great shows. Um, so yeah, this is good because I try to get through this stuff a little bit during the summer when there's not as much regular network TV on and with everybody and their mother having a streaming service soon, it's, it's getting harder and harder to, uh, to keep up with these things. Uh, but, um, I don't think I talked about it on the last week's show, but I uh, I finally saw that Godzilla movie, uh, King of Monsters, King of the Monsters, whatever the subtitle was. Um, it was pretty good. You know, I, I uh, yeah, I, it just, I know a lot of people, you know, I, the, the monster stuff, the fighting of that, uh, although... Maybe I should have dimmed the lights more at home here. I, 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 in, where I, when I watch it in, in the Rico Cave in the basement here, the lights I usually keep pretty dim. But I found sometimes some of the the monster action a little tricky to to uh, to see. It was very dark in a lot of it. Um, but um, but the story and the actors and things and that part of it, you know, that side of it was kind of eh. And I know some people had commented on it when it came out about that. It, it was fun. It was okay. Um, I, I, uh, it it makes me, you you know, without giving anything really away, but it makes me think, is is Godzilla even ever killable? I, I, I'm just like, I, I I don't know. I mean, (laughs) he's like, oh, but, uh, but it was fun. Uh, and, uh, I, I, I think I keep, I I thought that I was hearing they were going to do a, like a, a King Kong versus Godzilla movie, although... In in the Kong King of the Monsters things, he's fighting like every monster out there. I, I don't know how Kong, you know, if Godzilla can take on all these other, you know, is is Kong really that, you know, much of a threat? I, I don't know, maybe. But um but so I watched that and um I taped uh a couple uh things. Mortal, is it called Mortal Engines? These Mortal Engines, that that movie that was out over the holidays last year. I taped that off HBO last night. I want to. I might watch that tonight. Um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of the movie and TV thing. It's 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 pretty quiet now before we get into the new fall season. Um, but um, but let's get. Uh, well, let me take a a, a super short break. I'll just pause here, slide in some kind of little clip of something, and then um, I'll come back. And then we'll get into talking about what I really wanted to comment on, which is all the D23 news coming out of – it's in California, right, I think? So I'll be right back. Hi, this is Robin Curtis, and I played Lieutenant Savick in Star Trek 3 and 4. You're listening to Rico on Treks and Sci-Fi. All right, so uh, D23, this Disney uh, conference show, whatever, I think it's open to the public now. I think you can, the public can go. It didn't used to be, I think, but I think, yeah, like Entertainment Expo, E3 or whatever. So the for the Star Wars fans, which of course we all are, right, uh, a lot of stuff came out. Uh, first, there's a Mandalorian trailer, This uh, the series that's been on the you know, been announced for a while now. That's been worked on for a while. For season one principal photography has been finished for a while. That was finished way back at the end of I think February. Uh, John Favreau is working on this, uh, and it's got a, a really good cast. Uh, John is a writer, creator, showrunner, executive produce along with Dave Filoni, um, who has worked on the uh, you know a lot of the animated Star Wars shows. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy, Colin Wilson. Uh, We've got um, uh, Pedro Pascal, Gina Carano, Nick Nolte, Giancarlo Esposito uh, from Breaking Bad, Emily Swallow, Carl Weathers, Omid Abdadi, uh, Werner Harzog, and uh, Ming Nawin Is that how you say her name? From uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Just got announced that she's going to be on this show. So. And I also just read here on the Wikipedia entry that it's already been um, greenlit for uh, a season two. So this will premiere on Disney Plus, their new streaming service, uh, on November 12th is when it's starting. So the series is going to start um, when the streaming service starts, basically on the same day. Uh, I don't know if it's been said. Uh, I'm not seeing a lot of details here about uh, will all the episodes drop at once, like a Netflix model or will they be weekly? My instinct is kind of telling me they won't drop all at once. That's just, I think, partly due to the post-production on these kinds of shows, but also I think to, to just stretch it out a bit uh, to keep people. Um, there might be people who just sign up for this service just for this show, and, and then, and then man, if they were all there, they could watch them in a weekend or a day or two and all the episodes, and then just cancel after a month. So, I mean, Disney Plus, we'll talk about this more in a few minutes, but they're going to have a ton of content, all the Marvel stuff, for one, and all the Disney stuff, obviously, and Star Wars. So there's going to be a lot on there. Although, truthfully, when you look at it as a whole um, – the key with these streaming services, to me, is new content. Netflix has really shown this with all their new shows, movies that they do. Um, I just heard about over the this weekend that they're doing a Breaking Bad Jesse Pinkman movie that's going to be on Netflix in um, October, I think, 11th, is, is it, which is amazing and great. So CBS streaming service with the Star Trek shows, Discovery, and then Picard um, – they need content, you know, they need new content because honestly, it, it, I would not probably subscribe to Disney Plus if it was just old Disney shows and movies, Marvel stuff that's already come out in theaters and on Blu-ray and DVD, like all the Marvel films uh, and, and what else, Star Wars, all the movies that have already come out that I already own on, on, on Blu-ray or 4K or whatever. Um, I, I mean, all these things are available, easily available um, and have been available for a long time for the most part. So uh, one of the other things, I guess we can mention it right now, is Disney Plus announced that, you know, they've been doing all these live action animated shows to movie things for for quite a few years now. And the latest one, um, well, the one in theaters now, The Lion King is doing amazing box office. Aladdin did over over a billion dollars. So they're doing Lady and the Tramp. And I'd heard they were going to do that, but uh, they announced that they're going to, it's going to show up on their streaming service. I don't think it's even going to theaters at all. Maybe overseas, possibly. I'm not sure. But not in the U.S., at least. So uh, that's interesting. And if they do that often enough, and Mandalorian show, they're they're supposed to be doing um, a show with uh, Cassian, right? They're going to do a series, a live-action series with Cassian. And then the other huge announcement that came out of D23 is they're going to do an Obi-Wan Kenobi series, with um with you and McGregor uh as Obi-Wan which everyone predicts basically is going to be uh, obi wans showing Obi-Wan's time on Tatooine while he's sort of watching over Luke um and they did that great book uh Kenobi book uh several years ago by John Jackson Miller who I talked to last week at the Michigan Comic Con and uh so so yeah so I I I b- bounced around a lot um But, um, let me give you a little more detail on the Mandalorian, uh, Pedro Pascal, who was in game of Thrones, uh, he is playing the Mandalorian, you know, in the trailer that they showed, and I'll probably play the trailer for you here in a minute, even though I don't think it has a lot of, uh, dialogue. I think it's mostly music and, and, and action scenes and things, but it'll give you a little bit of a feel and, and you guys, I'm sure have all seen it. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you've seen it, but, um, but the mandalorian the the time frame this is set in is, is is a few years after return of the jedi so it's basically you know the empire has been pretty much crushed uh the emperor's gone um you know there's probably scattered uh imperial forces out there still although in the trailer you see all these um stormtrooper helmets on on pikes sitting in the ground you know so um but the, um, so this is the time frame. It's a few years after that, the new Republic is, is kind of getting started and established. Uh, and then, um, this show is basically about this, this bounty hunter, um, Mandalorian gunfighter character. I guess he's a bounty hunter. Um, I don't think every Mandalorian is a bounty hunter, right? So (laughs) I think the assumption is, let's see, well, let's see what the premise here that there's a one sentence sort of Premise listed in Wikipedia, Star Wars colon, the Mandalorian takes place a few years after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order and follows a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy far from the authority of the New Republic. So it has a very Wild West kind of feel to it. Uh, I think that'll be fun. I'm, of course, hopeful because I, I love the, the, you know, the Jedi and the Force and all, and, and, and we certainly could potentially see force wielding, uh, characters. There, there's nobody specifically, there's no uh, mention of any of that yet. Um, but, um, you know, it's, 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 it's probably going to be, um, you know, fairly, uh, non-Jedi, non-force kind of a thing and not uh, kind of a show, but, but who knows? There's no also listing that I can find for the number of episodes in season one. Maybe it's listed somewhere online. Oh wait a second! I just found it as I was talking about it. There's only eight episodes, eight episodes in the first season. So, ah, eh, I was hoping at least we'd get ten, but eight. Okay, I'll take it. Um, man, when are these season seasons are going to become, uh, two episodes? Um, I I watch this HBO show called Divorce, which is um, it's a little half-hour comedy thing, pretty light, but it's kind of funny, and I I've enjoyed it. Uh, with Sarah. Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, and, uh, I'm blanking on his name. He's got another, it's the, the main actor guy that's, uh, opposite her also is a, is a three person name. Uh, he was, um, he was Sandman in the third Spider-Man movie, whoever I'm I'm trying to, uh, blanking, sorry. Anyway, um, they just did another season of that show, and it was six episodes. Uh, when did seasons? I, I think they need a new name. They, I don't think we can call these seasons anymore when they get down that low. But, um, but anyway, so we're gonna get eight, eight episodes. Uh, we'll see how they drop. And uh, yeah, I mean, if, you know, for the first time since 1977 when Star Wars premiered, we're gonna get a lot. Li- uh, you know, a television show that's not animated. We're gonna get a live action uh, show, which is. Like, how did it take them this long? <laughs> I mean, I know they've always wanted to keep this in the movies, and but we're in a now in a day and age where television, you know, I think, I think shows like *Walking Dead*, uh, *Breaking Bad*, uh, uh, *Mad Men*, and of course *Game of Thrones*. I think all of these super high quality, high level productions on, on television ha- have changed people's attitudes uh, about, you know especially even actors you know there there are high level actors showing up on like Amazon Prime you know streaming shows also things on Hulu uh, obviously CBS all access there's just it's the the, blend, the lines are blurred in terms of movies and television uh, so um i think that's that's good and interesting uh but um yeah so let's play i'll, I'll uh maybe just play it, I think, for you and then comment afterwards. Um, but um, but yeah, anyway, here you go with, uh, I guess I can talk during the trailer. I'll try to keep it kind of low. Uh, maybe that'll be more interesting because it's, again, I don't think there's a lot of dialogue. So let's play for you now the trailer to uh, The Mandalorian. Alright, so you see these stormtrooper helmets on this ground here, and this guy walking. They're on the pikes too, like I said earlier. Dial the music down. Production design looks just incredible. where this guy's ship looks like it's, you know, serenity. Is a complicated profession. Don't you agree? All right, so there you go. That is the trailer to The Mandalorian. I'm taking my uh, earbuds back out, <laughs> so it's um it's very quick. It's only like about a minute and a half long, I believe this um I think this trailer was shown at, at Star Wars uh, Celebration, or at least something close to it. There was a lot of um you know people with their little phone cams, things like that. Um, that it popped up after that but I, I I've seen I think this before in a bad version online but of course we get a better look at it and um yeah I'm I'm excited of course I mean it's a Star Wars thing it's a Star Wars television show it's live action uh, I think this um, I'm sure it's gonna be fun I'm sure it's gonna be good uh, the um it looks uh it looks like the Empire you know uh, as I look at this trailer again, it looks like the Empire isn't quite gone. I mean, you, you see these more like stormtroopers in black. Uh, you see you see, uh, like an ATST it looks like, firing. You see, it, 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 it almost is making me give me this kind of feel like an old Western movie where kind of a semi-bad guy rides into town. And there's maybe some local, um, you know, guy that's trying to buy up the town or some kind of thing that's going on and he reluctantly tries to, eat ends up kind of like, kind of saves the town, you know, in a way or something like that. He becomes, he's not a really a good guy or a good person, but reluctant hero kind of a thing. A little bit like Han Solo was in, in, in the first Star Wars movie and that kind of thing, but the one one thing I'm thinking about though, as I as I watch this, we got news of the Kenobi series coming, uh, and that being on this sort of desolate, you know, on Tatooine and kind of maybe a western kind of feel to that show potentially, it it kind of makes me it kind of makes me wonder like, is 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 the future, you know, just like it was on on Firefly? I I mean, are we going to get all these movies and TV shows that are just that kind of feel and, and, and environment. Uh, maybe I, it's again, it's a, it's a minute and a half trailer. We don't know else what's going to happen. Maybe he's going to take off to other worlds. Will it all be on the same planet? Uh, who knows? No one knows. We don't know. But uh, it, it certainly has a lot of talent behind it, and, and that always is good. And uh, it looks like most of the reactions I'm seeing, people are are pretty happy with, with what they're seeing here. So, you know, you know how the Internet is. you the, They love it or they hate it, you know, and immediate reactions to stuff. <laughs> so, but the uh, and, and then the incredible news, well, semi-incredible, it's been rumored for, what, a, two, three years? It's been talked about and thrown around. Uh, about a Kenobi live-action show, uh, and and that got officially confirmed. They're going to start filming it next year. I guess scripts have already been written and started. Um, probably my guess is that it, you know, maybe the show will come by the end of 2020. Who knows? Um, but um, yeah, I think Disney Plus is going to be in a tricky position. I think, uh, you know, when CBS All Access started, which is really Star Trek Discovery, and there's a couple of other. Um, shows on there that are original content. They did that new Twilight Zone, which I enjoy. There's a, there's a couple other ones, but um, these sh- these shows and these services start up and um, they got to be careful about this. You know, we need... Uh, people want content. They don't want to be paying a monthly fee for something when, you know, there's nothing really... Like I dropped recently, once I finished Twilight Zone, uh, I dropped CBS All Access until until we get to Short Treks again, or, or um, Picard sh- series. I think we're going to get short treks before. I'm sure the Picard show in 2020. Uh, but um, yeah, so it's 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 a tricky time. So the um, but this looks good. This looks really good. Disney Plus. Uh, there's going to be a lot there. They're they're bundling it in a price package with Hulu for another thing, uh, which is an advantage for people who already do Hulu. So, so that's good. And then, and then this, you know, this business of them putting some, uh, some of these live action remake movies like Lady and the Tramp. I don't know if that's. I don't think that's all, only what they're going to do. I don't think there are all their remakes are going to go there. I, I think maybe if if there's, you know, depends on the one, depends on the particular one. Uh, Lion King, of course, is just. I didn't see the live action Lion King thing, but it's making huge money at the box office. I think it's been their most successful one. I think it's like. Uh, huge and and, which is um i don't think it's surprising i think lion king the movie the animated one is is very very popular it's not my favorite disney movie i have a hard time when you know (laughs) spoiler alert for uh for lion king which has been out when did that movie come out 20 years ago but you know when daddy dies i mean it's kind of rough you know and uh so uh but um but I get why it's been making a lot of money at the movie theater. And I thought Aladdin was a lot of fun the remake, but they're going to put this lady in the tramp uh, show on, on Disney plus Disney uh, streaming. Uh, and yeah, we'll see how that works out for them. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's a big, big time for Disney, big time for Marvel. Oh, speaking of Marvel, I guess we should talk about briefly. Oh, it looks like I'm almost at the half hour point. So I'll probably wrap this up pretty quick. Um, Oh, I, I, well, two big things. It's probably going to be maybe a little more than a half hour now, maybe 35 minutes. Two things I want to mention. The whole Spidey, uh, Sony and Disney could not settle uh, in, in doing a financial arrangement or agree, agreement. So even though Spider-Man has been in the recent um, Marvel, you know, Marvel universe of movies, you know, the Marvel cinematic universe, the the Sony and Disney couldn't agree. Uh, and he's out. Spider-Man, basically Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Spider-Man period, Uh, no other version of him can appear because Sony owns the rights to the character uh, and and any like his characters, like there are other spider people that were like, you saw them into the Spider-Verse. For comic fans, we know about these. There's Spider-Gwen, there's Miles Morales, of course, Spider-Man, but all the spider folks belong to Sony and they're staying with Sony and they're not going to be part of Marvel, uh, the Marvel Universe and movies anymore, which is Terrible, of course, right? Everyone loved Spider-Man's uh, parts in the recent movies. His his couple of solo films were great. Um, so it's it's a big disappointment, um, and we'll see. I I'm an optimist. I try to think that eventually they're going to work this out. It keeps doing. They keep doing this thing. Uh, the Fantastic Four has the same situation and has had the same problem. I've completely lost track of who who's in charge of that right now. I thought they made up a, a deal to to be in Marvel, but you know, nothing Fantastic 4 was announced in all the Marvel announcements for phase 4, so meh, I don't know. Uh, who knows? Uh, okay, so the other thing that that happened that I'm hearing maybe in the next couple of days, Monday or something, the the rumor, although who knows if that's real or if somebody just is wishful thinking, but of course, uh, The Rise of Skywalker um, was talked about at D23. They had the whole cast there, behind-the-scenes people, you know, J.J. Abrams, and they showed another, the, the reports are that they showed another trailer. Uh, and there's a little snippet of it. Somebody with a <laughs> pulled out their little cell phone, and about 10 seconds of it they caught on their phone. That's It's all floating around YouTube. It's only 10 seconds of whatever length this thing is. It's not the whole thing. I looked pretty hard last night. I was hoping to find some version, but but anyway, so a new trailer appeared, and 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 spoiler alert or whatever. This is just a spoiler for the trailer. But apparently, there's a the big thing that was has been talked on the internet in the last day or so. The big thing talking on people are talking about that either were there or heard about it is that Ray is um, at some point has a red um, double bladed lightsaber, like a Darth Maul type lightsaber, a staff, you know, whatever. Whatever you want to call it, a double-bladed one, and it's red. And of course, now nah, everyone's basically saying Ray's going to turn to the dark side. Now, I don't think so, for a couple of reasons. Uh, uh, for one, I, I, I'll tell you the biggest reason. She, you know, her and Kylo Ren kind of had a pretty much mental uh, battle there in the last movie, and 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 she shrugged that off. Now, everyone knows, of course, the Emperor is coming back in this next movie, so maybe that that you know. That's how or why, but I am not buying it at all. I I think it's either a ploy on her part, or maybe she sort of gets tempted or swayed and then comes back. But whatever, I don't see that at all happening, especially since they've really set Ray up as, as a big hero for for all the, the the young women and girls and things out there. You know, they've got we had Luke and we had Han, you know, in the in the first original trilogy, even Anakin to some degree in in the in the prequels. Uh, and, and for them to, to create this strong female character and then make her bad, I, I just, I'm not buying it. I think it's either a little trick, little play and a trick on, on JJ's part. But, um, I mean, there's no, uh, there's no, they've never uh, really shown in, in the, in the movies about, there's no reason why, uh, I mean, doesn't she, uh, it's, I got to watch the last Jedi again, but I think she takes doesn't she wield Kylo Ren's lightsaber a little bit in that in that scene with the the red guard guys? Doesn't she pick that up? There's no reason why she can't pick up a, a a light a different lightsaber with a different crystal in it that's red. There's no, you know, that can easily happen. So, we'll see when we see the trailer. And of course, when we see the movie in December, there's a new poster out that came out with it. Uh or from D23 that looks pretty cool. It looks like basically a it's a, it's a very artistic stylized poster that shows it looks like Rey with a blue lightsaber fighting Kylo Ren with his right light, red lightsaber with and in the background there's the visage uh in, in dark and 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 you only really see kind of the hood and his eyes but it's basically the emperor. So I'm kind of it, it's interesting because the you know even though the older novels and books are out there they've have you know, push those aside, and it's not canon anymore. But some of these things happened before. Uh, if you go back and read those books, the Emperor comes back. He's cloned, right? The, that That's happened in, in old books. And the other thing that's happened um, is that Luke um, did for a while kind of experiment and play in the dark side area in some of the comics, some of the books, uh, because, you know, that, that he felt gave him, <clears throat> you know, you can get the... You need to kind of go up there and and to the bad stuff to know that you can resist it in a, in a way. I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but so there's precedent for all these things. But um, we'll see. I'm excited. I mean, I I, I like the Last Jedi. Was it perfect? Was it was it was it the the film I really wanted? Maybe not. No. Um, and and riddle me this or think about this one. If the Emperor can come back, maybe Luke can come back. Hmm. Maybe. Now I don't think that will happen uh, because I, I think he, I think it will it would diminish the sacrifice that he made in the last film, but you know there was so much backlash about that from the fans, right? Uh, so we'll see what happens. It, you know, it would fit very well th- with the title The Rise of Rise of Skywalker, although everyone's saying Skywalker is just a term for force users or whatever out there. It's not really a a lineage or a family name anymore. They're using it in a different way, which again, there's precedent out there for that as well. So, lots lots of cool geeky news this weekend. There's been a lot actually over the last month between Comic-Con um, D23, uh, and, and everything. It, there's a lot of, it's a good time, uh, good time to be a geek and a nerd in, in, in the world of right now because there's just so much, just so much, uh, a lot of good comics too, by the way, uh. I have to do another comic book podcast sometime soon. So, all right, I'm going to get out of here. This went a little longer than 30 minutes, but I didn't do too bad. And uh, that was mainly what I wanted to cover. Uh, I probably would have maybe just skipped this week or done a repeat show. But with all this stuff coming out, I really wanted to comment and and see uh, what you guys think, too, as well. So next weekend... It'll probably be Sunday. It might possibly be on Labor Day, but I'm going to do my live. uh, It'll be my 14th uh, anniversary show. Started Treks and Sci-Fi in 2005 when Enterprise was canceled. Yeah, and now look at things. Picard series, Discovery series, Lower Decks series. Not Lower Decks. What do they call it? What is it called? I don't know. Below the Decks, something that the the little more comedy-like animated Trek show they're doing. Maybe it is called Lower Decks. Uh, My mind is a blank this morning on a Sunday. So, uh, okay, folks, I'm out. Uh, I'll talk to you again on the live show next week. We're going to have a little fun. Hopefully, some of you will be able to join that. Keep an eye on the Facebook Treks and Sci-Fi group. I'll put up an announcement probably today or tomorrow of exactly which day and and time I'm going to do that. Hopefully, we'll get you there. Uh, I I always like to do little contests, maybe have some prizes, but I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do for a topic. Maybe, um, well, I don't know. I'll figure it out before then. (laughs) All right, everyone. And uh, I appreciate uh, you tuning in again. And uh, yeah, go have uh, a fun rest of your day whenever you're listening to this. And I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. This has been a Rico Dusty podcast production.